0: Welcome to Spill the Soju pregame, where the spilling has yet to come, but the fun has already begun, with me, Ashley, as your host for today. So if you're new to our podcast, or if you like the content that we've been putting out so far, keep yourself updated with new releases by following us on Twitter at Spill the Soju, and on Instagram at Spill the Soju Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, follow rate, or review us, as well as share our content to your friends and families. You may email us at spillthesoju at gmail.com for any inquiries or messages. And don't worry because everything I've just said is on our website at spillthesoju.carrr.co. So guys, it is my first time hosting alone. And though I am not as good as my ates, I'm honestly stoked for what we'll be talking about for today. And with me on my first solo hosting episode is a very special guest. She's actually like a celebrity to me on Twitter in this fandom of ours. And she's actually a a friend I made on Stan Twitter. And to all our fellow treasure makers out there listening to this podcast, you will know her because of her very interesting tarot readings. She's none other than Janelin Korok. Welcome at the jam. Hello. The thank you Podcast. for
1: having me. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. What an intro. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying so hard not to laugh because it's so weird to have an introduction. But thank you so much. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so you may introduce yourself to our dear listeners. Um,
1: hi. Well, I am. Like you introduced, my name is Janelyn Kerouk, but a lot of people know me better as Jan. Um, People follow me on Twitter for sure, Um, but a lot of people have discovered me on YouTube. So yeah, I do have a YouTube channel. I have two of them actually. So mainly I have my main one, which is from Janelyn, which is basically um, t- it's basically weird how I typed it out, really. It's F-R-M-J-N-L-N-N. People know me through Grab that the handle. Yeah, I removed all the vowels <laughs> on that. Um, but yeah, it's from Janelin. I do K-pop reactions, but I also mainly am known for my K-pop tarot readings and such. So yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs>
0: Yes, we're so excited to have you. (laughs) So uh, our listeners, did you all catch that? Because don't worry, we'll have them in our episode description box for your reference. So now, let's get straight to it. And for our guests on our podcast, we usually ask two basic questions. How long have you been a K-pop fan? And what are the groups you currently stand?
1: I see. Okay. So how long have I been a K-pop fan? Well... I've been a k-pop fan for quite some time um but touching base on it first i was pretty much influenced with k-pop man <laughs> maybe 15 years ago i guess in wow. general yeah in general i mean i touch base with it listening basically because of my classmates in school i have a lot of korean friends even since um since school and the first people or the first artists that I used to listen to was was BoA, Rain, yeah. Seven, yes. bang Shiki, Epic yeah. High, oh Shinla. But I I wasn't I wouldn't consider myself that quote unquote fan yet. I was just casually enjoying their music. Um, yes. But to actually call myself a K-pop fan was roughly around two thousand six with Big Bang. So they were the first.
0: artists that
1: really pulled me in to be an actual like Mm -hmm. being part of the fandom culture so yeah roughly about 15 years
0: (laughs) wow yeah guys we have another veteran in (laughs) our podcast let's go yes so big bang is the one that of course big bang you know kings yes exactly you can't can't, legends the one and only yes that title to anyone else (laughs) so what made you start doing readings on K-Pop Idols? Because that's honestly how I met you on Stan Twitter. Cause, right. Like suddenly my timeline was filled with Junkyu readings. Like <laughs> people talking about <laughs> um I wrote readings on Junkyu. And then like f- uh like you were like at the center of it in my on my timeline. Oh, so, was I? That's how I met you. And okay, <laughs> so what made you start doing readings on K-pop Idols?
1: Um so Normally, I would do K-pop idol readings by myself just because I'm just always curious and always thinking and such. So I'm always wondering about my own, you know, K-pop idol or the person that or artist that I look up to and such. So if I ever felt curious or concerned about them, I'd simply just grab my tarot. And I just ask and see how they're doing. And, you know, it would always just give me my own peace of mind, especially as Mm -hmm. a fan, right? And I'm sure that every K-pop fan in general can relate to that. Like, there's this sort of, you know, emotional attachment that we have towards our idol, right? We have this emotional attachment. We have, like, this protectiveness when we, you know, when we get to know them even more. And that's, like, the beauty Mm -hmm. of the relationship between the fan and a K pop idol. We get really connected energetically and and such. So, you know, it's normal and natural to be concerned sometimes and curious, right, about your idol. And so, Uh um, you know, obviously, you know, we would have to do that with balance and, you know, and Uh actual limitations and right boundaries when we're, you know, curious about our idol for sure. Um, but for me personally, because I'm very intuitive and I'm universally connected to the universe and to spirit, whatever you want to believe in. Um, from time to time, I'll sometimes dream about certain idols, it, whether it is mm-hmm. my favorite idol or if it's someone else's. Like, they don't have to be my favorite idol. Randomly, I will dream about, say, for example, June Q. I did that mm-hmm. first reading. He was my first K-pop idol reading that I did for the public, my very first one. And the reason wow. why I even did that for June q was because I randomly dreamt about him like every mm-hmm. single night with no reason. Yeah. I said, you all want. yeah, with no, <laughs> like, right. That would be like really great for, for a Jun-Q stan, right? A Jun-Q yeah. But literally for me, it was very confusing. I woke up every morning and I said, why did I dream about Jun-Q? And normally when <laughs> I do that, I said, you know what? I think I should ask my cards. That's normally how it w- would work for me. But I said, okay, well, why don't I just try doing this publicly <laughs> for once on my own YouTube channel? So that's basically how it just kind of flowed together. Um, but, you know, for the general point of me doing that, after I did June Q's reading, I felt more called to do it even more for other idols because. When I did that June Q reading, a lot of the fans or the treasure makers in general were like, oh, my God, Jen, we have been so worried about June Q in general. And you guys, you gave me or you gave us a peace of mind, like not to worry about June Q. And I said, look, they felt that peace of mind that I normally would whenever I read it just to myself. And so I said, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to share this with with the fandom in general. So, yeah, that's how it started
0: <laughs> okay i honestly love what you just said because uh-huh. i i told you when we were talking about and like preparing for this recording that i was going to binge watch your videos and i have yet to do that i have yet to do that it's a lot but I did start, yeah it's a it's a lot i was like when i saw the group i said i thought like after dinner i was going to be like okay let's watch the group one three hours I was like, yeah no oh it's, my a gosh, it's a lot it's a lot yeah, lot. I um and then but it, it's really interesting. Like your your conversations are very engaging, which I really love. And guys, check out your channel. We'll we'll talk about more about it later. But <laughs> um I love how you said that since we're so emotionally connected with um our artists, uh, you want to know how they're doing. Mm-hmm. And especially in the K pop industry, us, we would know. Since we're sort of like veterans, yeah, we would know that groups, no matter how much we say we'll stay on this, uh, we'll stay on this together forever, it's going to slow down one day.
1: mm mm-hmm. exactly. Like
0: when our favorite artists are in groups, like K-pop boy groups, there's go- always going to be a day where one will have to leave, one will have to uh, have a family, one will go to the military. Exactly. So. Um, when you're already a so when you start off as, as a solo artist, like you you know that there's a lot of um uh, possibilities like for them to collaborate and things like that. But um, they're already at least their foundation as a solo is already set. But as for groups, it's it's really nerve wracking, right? Yeah. Like you don't know where they will end up in the future when the group starts slowing down promoting as a group. Absolutely. And uh, when you were talking about Junkyu's success, I was like, yes, girl, louder. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: I'm a Junkyu bias. Oh, you're a
1: Junkyu bias. Great. He's my,
0: he's my Anyang Haseya boy. Like, (laughs) like, though I am not like a pre-debut treasure maker, Mm -hmm. I am definitely um, someone who has been there at least from the start of their debut. Right. And um, I knew Junkyu f- way before. Actually, it was Yadam, Haruto, and Junkyu that uh, made me interested in Treasure. I remember in Boy, when I w- watched the MV, I was like, okay, Yadam, check, I see you. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, where's the Anyang Haseyo boy? Where-, where, is the- where is the Haruto boy that I've been hearing about? let right. go. And then that's how it started for me. And um, personally, I really uh, wonder about the future a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, what your um listeners in your streaming would say that they finally have a peace of mind it's really true, and I really can relate to that because um the things you say on your um readings are the things I love talking about with my best friends. those um. are the things like I think about or like I feel because i like share the same sentiments with you like for example specifically Junkyu. since that's the only video i watched so far from your channel oh really <laughs> yeah about him um being like he's really set up for success like this is where he was really meant to be like this is her, his world his purpose and like this is um he's doing everything that he can and he knows that he can um achieve it, achieve it mm-hmm. like i uh, that brought me back to all my conversations that, oh, I can see Jun as like a model, a brand <laughs> ambassador, um, a movie star, or right, like a drama exactly. actor. And like, he can also make music on his own and be a solo singer. And like, uh, that can also happen to hyun ji Hyun, to Asahi, to everyone, mm-hmm. literally. And it's really comforting.
1: Yeah, exactly. To know
0: that we have our youth now to enjoy them as a group, but we know that they'll be in great places, so Even as individuals in the future.
1: Right, right, right,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, on that note, you know, even though Mm -hmm. it gave me a peace of mind, you know, I gradually started, you know, doing those readings on K-pop idols in general publicly, like I said, giving that peace of mind to other fans. Because if Mm -hmm. you kind of take notice, especially in this day and age, like you said, you said you you know, we were talking about it a few minutes ago that, you know, you're also a veteran in the K-pop industry Mm -hmm. or the K-pop world. Mm -hmm. So on that note, I'm sure that you're aware, like, these days as K-pop has grown so globally, Mm -hmm. especially with the power of social media and such, there's so many different people of all ages, cultures, backgrounds, and beliefs that when you put them all together, there's always this clash now between how they perceive their idol right like one fan will say well so-and-so is going through this and then the other one is you know basically much more calmer about it and so there's this weird clash and then it just Mm -hmm. causes this disruption of energy between fandoms in general so that was like another reason why I felt more called to do these public readings just so I can give them that exact peace of mind and they know where to put their perceptions of their idol not jumping into conclusions not being too emotional about things and basically Mm -hmm. just being more calm about it and so yeah
0: yes I love that and we thank you for your service (laughs) (laughs) thank you
1: it's really I don't do much but yeah I try I try thank you
0: (laughs) and you're amazing at it so um since we already touched on readings, what mm-hmm. is tarot reading for you? Like what does it actually encompass?
1: Um well, what is tarot reading? I mean that that alone is already kind of a loaded question. I mean, it could be explained differently from different people or different tarot readers, you know, depending on who who they are based off their culture, background, experiences, practices, teachings and beliefs or whatever. Um, I'm not going to explain what tarot reading is for everyone, just for myself, obviously. Um, you know, for me, tarot reading, you know, traditionally known as taromancy, it's, it's a divine tool for sure. I always say this in my readings, in my live stream readings for people that, you know, have already watched me before, but even for the, you know, first time viewers, I always tell them that tarot reading is to me, especially it's a divine tool that, you know, helps a being like myself or for another person to, you know, stay in tune with your spiritual mm-hmm. side or your inner power or, you know, getting connected to your higher power, the universe, God, whatever you want to believe in, it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter what you believe in. Tarot is a tool to, you know, basically have or ask for guidance from whatever you believe in. Right. Yes. Um, so for example, like I can take my tarot deck and I speak my mind speak my heart out and you know or just have a simple question and through tarot the spirit of the tarot and through the energy I can basically find guidance or answers to almost anything I want so yeah it what does it encompass to me I would say you know it's like I said it being a divine tool it's to better understand things internally spiritually Mm -hmm. and universally so yeah
0: Wow, that's actually really interesting, mm-hmm. like there's honestly a lot to consider, like what people usually know of tarot reading is through movies yeah, through, <laughs> through yeah. shows and they really exaggerate that, and some uh it could even be a faulty uh representation mm-hmm. so like it's really interesting to actually see a tarot reader explain it herself
1: right <laughs> and
0: uh with that, what is the process of tarot reading like? Are there different practices do do people have different ways to do the same thing?
1: Um, so here's the thing. It's like it really depends on the reader and how comfortable they are with their cards or how comfortable they are with the universe or even how intuitive they are. So you know, there's just different ways it really depends on the person um basically. The main, thing, the main thing that everyone will always have in common when of the process of doing tarot reading is obviously you have a tarot deck and you shuffle and you make a spread, right? You uh-huh. lay down cards right in front of you and you look at it and you create a picture or you basically, whatever you see and you connect it with your intuition and your instinct, you come up uh-huh. with a message or you see a message or you hear a message. Basically, like I said, it depends on... The reader, if they're much more in tune, you know, with audible, some people are more clairaudient, which is, you know, knowing or hearing information or more people are more clairvoyant. So they can see better, like they see the message better or there's claircognizant, which means you're feeling it more. So it really all depends on the process of the person mm-hmm. and what they're more, you know, in tune with or what they're more comfortable with. Um, but yeah, tarot reading experts, sometimes expert readers don't even need cards. Sometimes they wow. can just look at you and they already know. And sometimes okay. I have my moments <laughs> like that. I do have my moments. It doesn't happen all the time. I'm not that much of an expert, even though I have been doing this for a long time. Um, but I have had moments where someone's energy is very easy to read, that I don't need a card or I don't need my deck. Wow. And I could just look at you and be like that's gonna happen for you or watch out for this or (laughs) (laughs) you know so it really all depends it really all depends on the reader and also it depends on the person that they are reading as well so yeah there's different definitely different methods to it um but the one thing that doesn't change is obviously shuffling and then talking to the cards connecting to the cards and then using your intuition for sure Mm -hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah, A lot of the things you said I've only heard from you. Like it's literally the first time <laughs> I've ever known all these things. Oh, really? It's really interesting. That guys, our listeners, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is why I'm so, I was so excited to host this episode and I knew I shouldn't do it alone. I knew I had to do it with Atajan because this is amazing. And uh since like we're talking about um, tarot reading and all about um, these divine factors. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion about common misconceptions towards tarot readings? Because uh, we've said that, like tarot reading can predict the future, or like uh, can clash with religious beliefs, right. or uh, tarot reading can be like a personality test, yeah. and it's similar to like reading your horoscope or something like right,
1: that. Right. Right. So uh,
0: how do you, how would you address those? um opinions if it's what if they were told in front of you.
1: That terror oh well, let's see, what was the first one? Tarot reading can predict the future, right? Like that's one misconception there. So when it comes to that, yes, in ways, yes, tarot reading can predict the future for sure. But Mm -hmm. the common misconception about that is that when people per se, when they get a reading for for example, right, they they have a session with a tarot reader and uh-huh. the tarot reader gives them a prediction that this, this, this is going to happen to them, right? The yes. misconception about that is instantly, say, I, say I, I'm giving you a reading, right, Ash? And I tell you something <laughs> cool. bad's going to happen. And then the misconception here is you're going to freak out over it because that's always, yeah. that's basically your destiny. That is the misconception there. <laughs> Even uh-huh. though I make the prediction or even though a tarot reader makes a prediction about the future, the misconception is that its they think it's fixated, right? It's not fixated. It, Like I said, it is a tool. <laughs> so tarot is just a tool to basically derive and interpret what your current energy is in order to tell what is going to happen in the future. But it is never fixated. Ne- everything is never set in stone. I always tell that to my, my viewers on my channel. Every time I do a mm-hmm. reading, I always mention that anything I say in a reading is never 100% definite or factual or fixated and set in stone. Because people like us, we still have that free will of choice. We still do make our own destiny. And your higher power, whatever you want to believe in, whether it is God, the universe they work with you. So tarot, yes, it could predict the future, but they would also tell you advice. If you don't want it to happen that way, then this, this, this. And that is when you know you met a good tarot reader. If you meet a tarot reader and they give you the advice on how to not let a certain prediction happen, you met a good tarot reader. Because Fake, ter- or not fake, but, like, people that don't really care or don't have enough compassion, they're going to tell you, okay, well, that's going to happen to you, good luck. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you know what wow. I mean? And and You're that's, that's <laughs> not what tarot is. Like, yes, you can just tell them, okay, well, this is going to happen, but I'm not going to give you any guidance on how to work around it, you know? So that is a misconception here, that tarot reading can predict the future. Like, yes, it can. But there's always ways around it. There's always ways around it. So, yeah.
0: And then for the next uh, misconception, clashes with religious beliefs.
1: Right. So, (laughs) this one is interesting (laughs) because I'm actually a a Roman Catholic. And I'm still very heavy into Roman Catholicism. Um, Everything that I know today through tarot and spirituality and such was actually from Mm -hmm. my grandmother (laughs) so my grandmother she's also heavy into you know heavy into the roman catholicism and the interesting thing is she wasn't like the traditional kind like yes she followed every traditional route but she Mm -hmm. incorporated tarot and spirituality With our religion. And so I was raised on that through my grandmother, even my mom. And then, you know, in this generation, even my sister and I are also doing this kind of thing. And so,
0: um,
1: you know, that whole belief that it clashes with religious beliefs. I mean, I respect people that, you know, are very traditional and, you know, are very (laughs) firm about their beliefs. There's no disrespect there, Um, you know. From my based off of my experiences with some other people that are very heavily religious, um, you know, they'll definitely say that, hey, tarot, you shouldn't be tarot reading because that's the devil's work. And I guess I can respect that. I, I can respect that belief for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But on another part of that spectrum, you know, with all due respect to those that believe that I do want to point out in based off how I believe it is that. It. Tarot is not the tool to be accused of. It's more of the person that uses it. So, yes. like I said, tarot, it's a tool. And in other words, it's also a resource. If this resource mm-hmm. is used with bad intentions, you know, by it a bad person, bad. then yes, yeah. obviously tarot is bad, right? Um, yes. But, you know, if tarot is used with good intentions by a good person, right, yes. then A.K.A. (laughs) Antigen. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, literally, if you have good intentions by a good person, then there's no problem about it. And the thing is, in religion, when someone wants to, so, for example, being a Roman Catholic, we are taught Uh that if, you know, if there's something we need or if there's an answer or a sign, the ultimate thing that we are taught to do is to pray, Right. Yeah, we're supposed mm-hmm. to, you know, for first and foremost pray, and religion will teach you to pray to God for an answer or a sign, and people miscon misconceptualize that because tarot is also the same way. Tarot, yes. you also pray, okay? You, you, it's like it's just different because it's a tool, right? Mm-hmm. You have like a tool. there
0: are cards and everything; it's
1: tangible. Yeah. Exactly. So for me. As a reader, yes, I will pray to God or higher power for an answer or a sign. But sometimes when I want to pray with cards, then I get my answer right away. You know what I mean? Yes. I get it's my like, answer. Like more concrete? Exactly. Yeah. Like right in my mm-hmm. face. If That's I need I mean. something, I can ask the same God that I believe in. And like, mm-hmm. I have tarot with me. Please tell me a sign through these cards. You know?
0: Wow. So
1: it's the same console in short religion or spirituality or religion and tarot in general it's the same concept it's just a different method
0: yes you know so yeah like in like uh when we pray uh instead of like waiting for a sign like a certain uh moment to occur like if it rains today i'm not going to do this exactly something like that exactly Uh, at least if it's for tarot reading you have, like, okay, I know this card means this, this card means that. Exactly. Lord, whatever you pull out from this deck. Exactly. That's my answer. Exactly. So it's, like, more concrete. It's, like, fast. Exactly. Fast delivery. Exactly. And, wow, that, that's really, oh, God, that amazes me. Yeah. Like, I never really thought of tarot reading that way, but now that you put it mm-hmm. that way, it's, wow. Yeah. And it's really nice Uh, coming from someone who is both a Roman Catholic and, a tarot reader Mm -hmm. that's like honestly the best person to hear it from (laughs) right right yeah (laughs) and i really appreciate that because i'm also a catholic so it's really nice to see uh two beautiful practices come together Mm -hmm. for like hopefully the same purpose good intention
1: yeah exactly
0: for the common good of everyone
1: right i mean it just depends on the person like i said and if you have you know bad intentions with it then you're obviously gonna have like bad you know, karma through it. So really, really all depends on the person. And people would always ask me like, hey, tarot is bad. Like God will be mad at you because everything is, you know, is planned or whatever. And I said, yes, in a way, everything is planned, you know, but at the same time, God always says, if you have a question, all you have to do is ask, right? And it's just the same concept that way. And people ask me all the time, like, is it doable? Is it okay to do both? I said, oh, it is more than doable. You can do mm-hmm. both. And as yes. long as you are as long as you are a good person, that's all that matters to me, to be honest. So,
0: yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Applause for at <Atta> the <laughs> And that's the end of our TED talk. <laughs> just coming. <kidding. laughs> <laughs> okay, and then for another misconception, tarot reading can like be a personality test, like reading your horoscopes.
1: Right, right. Um, reading horoscopes or personality tests, like, yes, that is also a thing. You can definitely, you know, do that for sure. Like, you know, but tarot reading for me, it's not just limited to that. That That's not the only thing you can do with, with tarot. Like, uh, I mean, sure, like, that, I would say doing horoscopes or, you know, checking out someone's personality, that's like basically like the the basic part like that's like the best part to to practice on if you are just getting into tarot for the first time Mm -hmm. like those are things that you can start practicing first um but in general you tarot is a very vast and broad study um so it's not just limited to understanding a person or not under uh, to understand and foretell the future through horoscopes and whatnot um like I've mentioned vaguely, tarot can give you advice and in deeper ways than people can imagine, right? So it's it's a form of divination, right? And the thing is, with tarot, as a tool on its own, you basically get in touch with energy. So tarot won't work if you don't use energy. And everything around us has energy. You do Cards do, I do, your computer does, everything has energy. And anything could be moved or channeled through energy. And with that, you know, you can do so much more than just predicting the future or trying to, you know, understand a person, um, you know, from the yeah. outside. So, yeah, I use my energy to read other people's energy, um, you know, that will fortune tell. But it's not limited to just that.
0: Yes. And your readings, as we already mentioned, they provide comfort. Exactly. They provide, like, this sort of um, a perspective mm-hmm. that people can uh, utilize for um, their own perceptions about things. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yes. Like, and perceptions,
0: like the things you think about, the things you feel can really uh, matter a lot when you make decisions, when you. Um, how you go on about your day and things like that. So Mm -hmm. it's really interesting. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, It's a much more people just some for some I've met so many people that want to try tarot and they do it just for fun. Um, You know, that's not a bad thing. Like sure, you can do that for fun. Um, I've always just taken tarot really seriously because just by the connection it's given me and so much more enlightenment Mm -hmm. I've Gathered through tarot and practicing tarot, it's not only just to predict the future or to understand a person outside of me. I can give myself readings, and you know, for example, if I'm feeling lost or if I'm feeling confused about the way I feel or think and speak on, or you know, have like a spiritual awakening per se, tarot can do that, tarot can give me that. And so, and it's a much more emotional and enlightening and uplifting energy that way. So yeah, I don't want to like resort that tarot Mm -hmm. is just for fun. It's definitely not. It doesn't have to be just about that. It could definitely give light to so many parts of our darker selves that we sometimes a lot of us people do need. We all need that kind of things.
0: Yeah, like we all just really want to try to understand ourselves and Mm -hmm. the world better. Exactly. That's why we were here like learning about how to Save people's lives, how to do the law. Exactly. How uh, to do the law? What? We, right. <laughs> uh, like how to follow the law well. Yeah. And things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, wow. Amazing. <laughs> what do you want, then, tarot reading to mean to people? At least to the people who uh, go to tarot readers or to those who at least know it exists?
1: Um. Let's see. Well, what do I want tarot meeting? To mean for people I want people to look at tarot as something it's not to be feared or judgmental of because I myself for as long as I've been a tarot reader I've come across so many people that think tar- tarot is a bad influence or it is a terrible practice but I feel as long as you have the good intentions like I mentioned you know good can really come out of it you know throughout being a reader for all these years, I've observed myself being much more connected with my own faith better than I have when it even came to religion only. Um, wow. So I want tarot to mean to people that you don't always have to wait around for answers too long. You know, tarot reading is a wonderful tool that can help elevate you in, you know, spiritually. It's, it's, it's a great tool that has helped me and many others feel connected with things that's bigger than me you know to understand myself better like we just mentioned earlier and to live life better and you know actually having a guide to a fruitful and genuine happiness so that's what i want for people to understand about tarot so
0: yeah so to our dear listeners i hope you were able to absorb all of that like what At the Jan said, like our discussion was is actually like really beautiful. Honestly, out of all the episodes we've done, and this could be like one of my favorite episodes ever. I'm is... honored. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, tarot reading it's not like a replacement for your spirituality. It's not it's not like a bad alternative. It's more like something that strengthens it, uplifts mm-hmm. it. It's what helps you move forward with it exactly and that's on tarot reading so that was actually our last question for the first half of our episode today so stay tuned for part 2 after this commercial break hey it's Chelsea you're listening to spill the soju podcast take a break grab a bottle pull up a chair sit back and enjoy the rest of the show And we're back on Spill the Soul pre pregame with me, your host, Ashley, and our special guest, Atijan. So by the way, are you guys shopping for anything recently? Well, if you're buying anything from Shopee, go through the site using our affiliate link or click on the link right before you check out your cart. We'll be earning a small commission from your purchase, which will be a huge help in maintaining our podcast. Now, Atijan, let's continue. So you've done multiple readings already and... I am curious. What is your most memorable or favorite reading on a K-pop idol? Um, uh,
1: personally, out of everyone that I have read, I have two, but the main one for sure is actually Bi or Kim Han Bin, who was formerly from Icon. Um, I did yes. a, rec- uh, a reading on him. He was actually the second reading after I r- uh, read Junkyu. Q. Um, mm-hmm. Bi was. Actually, another idol that I dreamt about consecutively, like every night as well. I dreamt about Bi for almost two weeks every night. Oh wow! Yeah, and I said, okay, i this isn't stopping any any time soon. So <laughs>
0: Let me get that just means
1: you're trying to tell me something. I I always talk like I talk to the universe. I'm like, okay, you're trying to tell me something about Bi. Let's. I'll. I will. I will look into it now. And so when I read <laughs> when I read him and I did that live reading I would say that's my most memorable one because you know I am a fan of Icon and BI is no longer part of it he was formerly the leader um yes. you know Aww. for those people that do know um the thing is like after I did that reading I felt very motivated and inspired by that reading himself because we already know. I'm not going to touch base on what happened. We all know what happened. You know, yes, that, we the all dark all know what side happened. Yes. What happened. Um, if you know, <laughs> you know. Um The thing is, after a long break and hiatus from BI and not hearing about him, wondering how he's doing. When I did mm-hmm. that reading, it was so uplifting and relieving to know that he's okay And especially when I did the prediction, the predictions, it was really, you know, empowering to see and feel his energy myself and really see that he's doing well. And in fact, that he's actually a lot stronger now than he was before. So, yeah, that's why I would say he's his reading is my favorite thus far, because because of that, like I felt very proud and so relieved, like, after all of that crap that he's been through in the past, uh-huh. he's mm-hmm. doing you know, really you know. well <laughs> now. So, yes. yeah, definitely B.I.'s. Definitely B.I.'s. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
0: I would say minus Junkyu, but then that's the only thing I've watched <laughs> so far.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Oh, so, by the way, our listeners, Atta Jan actually has a YouTube channel where she does live streams of her tarot readings on K-pop artists like Treasure. And Icon. So her channel is named F-R-M-J-N-L-N-N. I really Jeneline. should change that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's that's just her uh, name. Like, from Jeneline without the vowels. Yeah. And I, I honestly have yet to binge watch her YouTube videos. As in, I am so excited too. I'm just waiting for med school to be over for the year. I'm waiting for Christmas break, really crawling to that break just to watch and enjoy her videos. And so you've done those read- readings already on each Treasure me- member and as a group, right? So since then... Okay, we're going Treasure maker mode here. So <laughs> fellow fans, <clears throat> this is for you. So uh, since then, have any of those readings come true or were there... Or were they manifested in some way in any of the recent events? Because you told me that you did those readings before, like way before chapter 3 happened. And since we are done with the first step, chapters 1, 2, and 3, uh, have any of those predictions come true or did anything change? Um, So far, so
1: I've done all the readings on every single treasure member this was in transition, like they were already still in promotion with chapter two going into chapter three. So I was doing those readings leading up to chapter three promotions. And so far, um the ones that I've seen that are, you know, coming into fruition that are manifesting, you know, there's actually a good handful of them that has already started showing. Um uh, we Ooh. just recently had um pangam. <laughs> He was on Mm -hmm. um, Masked Singer and stuff, and I predicted in his reading that he was going to be on a show, and then he will be more active. And he Mm -hmm. and the prediction there was that he will basically be the one to draw the attention in for from like to to Treasure treasure and to him as well. Yes, and starting from there, basically that's when Treasure's popularity is going to go even bigger especially when it comes to the general public in back home in Korea mm-hmm. so that yes, one's already definitely. one of them but there are a good handful of things um I'm just gonna mention like what has happened because when I tarot read there's this thing I say we said it and we forget it so basically mm-hmm. if I do a reading and if you want something to manifest out of this reading you're not supposed to dwell on it you're not supposed to talk yes. about it so if, yeah, you're,
0: you're like gonna jinx it yeah <laughs> exactly you just don't
1: dwell on it do not jinx it okay. just let the universe work with it so i won't talk about what has not um, what hasn't come true yet, yet okay. but, yes we want um, we want
0: our boys to like be successful and exactly all those good things to happen so let's not talk about it yeah exactly let's talk about what already happened exactly thing. it's um, there <laughs>
1: so like a good handful of times i said that you know we're going to see <laughs> who was it it was yadam Songwoo and Junqiu. I said that we're going to see them on TV, and then they were, they were, like, guested on hey. some show, and so every time, like, these little bits and pieces happen, like, for example, that, people would tag me, like, Ah the Jen, oh my gosh, they, your prediction, it You're happened, right. like, look, they're on TV <laughs> together, I said, well, there it is, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> Um, and, you know, there's other bits and pieces there where, for example, like, um, like, Junqiu. Um, there was this one prediction that I made where we were going to have this is it's it's like these small little things at first. It's like we're going to see June Q or Yadam be more active on social media, and they have been they have yeah
0: wow, yeah,
1: so it's it's basically those little things so far, but the bigger ones, it's definitely you know further into the future. so I can't say yeah. if anything has changed yet, but that is why I always encourage my viewers that. If there is a prediction that I said in the reading and they want that to happen, you know, for sure, hopefully you don't dwell on it so yeah. it can happen. Um, The big one that has come to fruition is Rookie of the Year. Yes. Yeah. It's Rookie of the Ooh, Year.
0: Congratulations, treasure.
1: Right. And so in the in the I had it in my treasure group reading. That is the longest reading I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> people were <laughs> anxious and worried because everyone was like we need Treasure, we need to get Treasure their first music win, right? We need to get them their first music show yeah. win. And I said, yes, all of that would be great, right? You know, it will be cool to get uh-huh. them that first music show award. And then they were also stressing on, you know, Rookie of the Year and stuff. But in my reading for that, I said, your potential, the potential of them is high, okay? So stop worrying kind of thing. I was telling them. (laughs) I was calling calling out my viewers. I said, relax. You have nothing to worry about. The more anxious you get, the more it's not going to happen. So just Uh keep doing your best. Keep supporting Treasure. It's going to be okay. And lo and behold okay we didn't just get the first music show win. we got their first win and it was the rookie of the year win you yes, know?
0: their first win was the rookie yeah. of the year without any first win exactly on music show. so basically, that's amazing
1: <laughs> you killed two birds with one stone you know uh-huh. and so everyone freaked out as well they're like "Ah, like they, you did it <laughs> you it was the funniest thing i said i told you there's nothing to worry about so
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but yeah it's just instances of those so
0: wow It's really fun being a treasure maker and having a tarot reader in your community.
1: (laughs) That's too funny because someone, there's a good handful of people telling me that. They're like, I'm so glad that our fandom has an intuitive, like, Jan. Like, we are always...
0: (laughs) I agree. You know, like, on Stan Twitter, I remember when they first messaged you. I was like, oh my gosh, you're older? (laughs) Yay.
1: <laughs> oh no! Let's not talk about age,
0: <laughs> yeah, because a lot of treasure makers on San Twitter are really young, yes, they're still like in high school, and um even I'm technically on the older side because I just I already graduated from college, but I'm in med school, so that technically still in the adulting world already, yeah, so it was really um interesting really, to really meet people who were like older um. And and not just that, Pe- like it's not just like your normal average per- um, person who's older than you. It's a tarot reader, and you don't get that every day. That's true. You <laughs> That's true. It's not it's not like an everyday occurrence that you meet a tarot reader, and I honestly appreciated that first day where I messaged you. Because that brought us here right now.
1: Exactly. Yes, it did. It did. (laughs) Thank you for approaching me. Honestly, thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I really hope, like, guys, we only met today for the first time. This is our first meeting. And if we sound close, thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm very comfortable with you, actually. Like, as soon as you, you... Honestly, I... Because I'm so intuitive, I'm very picky and choosy with who I talk to or re- respond to. Oh, wow. So the moment you messaged me, I felt your energy, honestly. I was like, oh, she seems she seems nice. So I was like, and then you <laughs> said about a podcast. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> energy like, disrupted. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, Chaos. that I did not see coming. So, okay.
0: Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so flattered. So... <laughs> I will go down to our last okay. uh, question for this podcast. Can <clears> we try a reading for our listeners?
1: Yes, we can. I will join in too. You're going to w- join I will, in? I will,
0: I will. Yes, I will join in.
1: Okay, yeah, we I'm can excited. do that.
0: Um, okay, our listeners, are you ready?
1: <laughs> so <laughs> normally, how I uh, usually do this, every time I would do a collective reading... Basically, Mm -hmm. you know, I would have like the viewers would actually pick a pile of cards that I present to them like on a picture or in a video right on my channel. And you know, they I basically have them use their own intuition telling them which one to choose right i i teach this is basically a method for them to get connected with their own intuition right yes um but because this is a podcast for sure so (laughs) we'll do this differently since you can't see the
0: cards (laughs) Uh you won't be able to see the cards
1: so i'm gonna do it differently so let's say i have four colors okay i'm going to think of four colors All right. Now I have you could get to choose. So first, let's you know, before we do this, what's important is to get connected to your own intuition. So just take close your eyes and just take a breathe, a deep breathe. Inhale. okay, and exhale slowly. Do it a couple of times till you feel good and you feel calm for sure. And that is the best way. This is just, you know, basic meditation. Just breathing exercises does a lot to get calm and to get in tune with your own instinct. Okay. You cannot be in tune with your instinct if you have your emotions running high. All right. So when you're ready for that, I have four colors in mind. Okay. So my four colors, let's see. Red, green, blue, purple. So. Now that you are calm, close your eyes again and think of the first color between those four. Red, green, blue, or purple. I'll give you guys a moment for that. And then when you're ready, if you know what color you have chosen, I can proceed to the reading. So every color that you every color that uh, is present that I mentioned will have a different message. So whatever color you chose, you listen to the message of that color so if you chose red if you chose red let's see if you chose red (laughs) (laughs) oh let's see here Hmm, did i choose red did Hmm. you choose red (laughs) whoever is if you guys are listening and you chose red all right so i have cards already in front of me let's see you have the knight of cups in reverse okay that's your first card you also have the temperance in reverse um the five of Pentacles in reverse, the hierophant and the four of cups. So based okay. off this spread alone, people that have chose red, okay, some of you are experiencing your own emotions a little too high. You're acting on emotion. Uh, I'm seeing and that you're losing your sense of cool these days. Some of you listeners are feeling a little out of place. Perhaps someone or something left you feeling in the dark. I'm seeing that some of you could be at a loss of some sort, whether it is in a relationship or a job, uh, an offer of some sort, maybe even a friendship. It doesn't matter. It is just this energy here of feeling like you lost something. Okay. Um, I also see some type of clinginess here, (laughs) this clingy (laughs) attachment here, Um, like attachment to the loss here. So you're not allowing yourself to move forward from it. So, others of you, okay, others of you that are listening, That chose red. um, I'm seeing that you've been dealing with this loss for a while and you're finally moving on from it, actually moving forward for it. So, again, some viewers or listeners, some of you are stuck in this loss, and then others of you listening are moving forward from this loss, okay? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then the people that are moving forward, I'm seeing that you're realizing that losses are merely meant to happen because you are meant for better and bigger things, you know, even better people, okay? Some of you are listening and are feeling too emotional or hung up on a situation of the loss, but while others of you, you are listening, um, you're figuring out that your emotions are just too much, and then you are trying to grow from these emotions, so... Yeah, that's your message if you chose color number red color red. So yeah. Color
0: number red. It's my
1: bad. <laughs> what is English? Color red.
0: <laughs> oh, don't worry. Uh, we in our podcast we stumble a lot. Like oh, we, really? if you if you if you listen to our previous episode, we'll be like, we can words. No problem. <laughs> we, can, we can words.
1: <laughs> yeah, what is English? I am sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, let's see. Now, that was for red. So if you chose the next color, which is green, let's see here. For green, if you chose green, what are your cards?
0: There we go. For dear listeners, if you chose green, here is your reading. (laughs) I feel like like I'm an assistant.
1: I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It would be nice to have an assistant. (laughs) Okay,
0: so... I'm first in line. First in line, <laughs> right? <laughs> um,
1: let's see. Okay, so if you listeners chose green as you meditated on it, if you chose green. First, we have the Ten of Pentacles, the Empress, the Wheel of Fortune, the Temperance, and the Page of Wands. Okay, no, no reverse cards here, which is good. Um, so some of you uh, that are listening, I'm seeing that you're feeling a lot better and motivated now than you ever were before. I see some of you more focused on money and finances. Seeing you taking care of yourself a lot better. There is hmm, taking care of yourself a lot better or wanting to at least. You know, some of you have also been really trying hard to understand yourselves better. Understanding what you have been through and why it happened the way it did. Some of you, I'm seeing that some of you, may become a mom soon this is not for all of you okay
0: oh, wow. <laughs> this is not for wow. all of you
1: but there is someone here hey. yeah any anyone any, anyone listening some of you might become a mom soon okay others of you are trying to better take care of your mothers that's all that's the alternate meaning here um okay. if not that there is this energy here where you're embodying this motherly figure towards people that you care about so you're being much more obligated to act like a mom towards certain people that you care about okay or even just you know being motherly towards your blessings like say oh i've i've earned this okay and i'm taking care of this i'm protecting this okay so there is this protective energy about people uh, the people that chose green um yeah i see you really protecting your happiness Feelings, your peace of mind, and your blessings, and I see that you're coming out of an energy where you felt unmotivated for a very long time, and you used to like not be confident in your capabilities. So, um, for others, if this is not happening for you right now, it will very soon. It will very soon. So yeah, that is your message for for those that chose green. Okay, um, but yeah. Um, blue. Blue is the next color. If you chose blue, so let's see. If you chose blue as the one I'm you were called to. blue. Yes. Let's see. Your message. If you chose blue. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first off, you have the four of cups the emperor, the page of pentacles, the five of wands in reverse, eight of swords, and the two of swords reversed. So you have a couple reverse cards, not terrible, but some of you listening that chose blue, there may be this energy of like waiting too long. There's opportunities you want to have for yourself. Okay. Um, but it's basically like, you're not willing to get up. You're not willing to get up and take that first step. You're waiting for things to happen or things to just be served to you like on a silver platter. You're like, oh, I want this to happen. I wish this could happen for me. Well, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> you gonna
0: do about yeah, it? Yeah, what guys? are you gonna <laughs> do
1: about it? If that's what you want, are you gonna work for it or not? Right. So this is what I'm seeing in the spread. Like, there's this urgency or this willingness or this urgency yearning for a new, you know, impact or a new chapter in your life, but. The problem here is you're not willing to take or put in the work, right? Some of you listeners are quote unquote waiting for the right moment for things to happen as an excuse. But the reality is there's never exactly the right moment. The right moment is now.
0: <laughs> the right yes. moment is
1: always oh. now, okay? There is there's there's a lot of fear that I'm seeing in the spread, you know, there's like the fear to invest, the fear to change, or fear to adjust, you know, fear to, you know, just put work, right? And so you're putting yourself in these thoughts that aren't happening in your reality. So it's like, quote, unquote, well, what if this will happen? What if that's going to happen? And Mm -hmm. you keep asking yourself these questions, when in reality, that's not happening right now. Why are you thinking negatively ahead that way? So the message for you, um, for those that chose blue, whatever it is that you want to achieve or perceive or you know tackle on for the future, just go for it. You will. Uh-huh. You have this fear of trial and error here, so yeah, that is my message for uh, for blue for those that chose blue. So yeah, uh, we're gonna wow. go with the last color, yes, um, which is purple. All right. Let's do that. So if you chose purple, this message may be for you. Um, Also, I mean, I do this on my channel, but for example, you chose a color and the message does not feel right or it does not resonate for you. That just means Uh the message is not for you. You could pick a different pile or you could pick a different color. It doesn't matter. So Uh yeah, for purple. Let's see. For those that chose purple, what is their message? Okay, so we have the star, the devil, the magician, the page of swords, the three of pentacles, and the nine of pentacles. So in that regard, your message of um, purple, people that chose purple, um, I'm seeing here that you're trying to find some sense of hope. Okay, there's this wishful cool. wishfulness here, wishing for hope. Ah, uh, wishing for it, and then basically, you're not sure or there's like this uncertainty if it will ever come about or if there even is hope. So this spread or the cards are saying there is, okay? There's always hope around, okay? You know, yeah. similar to those that have chosen green, I would say, um I see some of you have been very insecure about your capabilities, okay? Uh-huh. Um, instead of sitting around, you do like the utmost complete opposite. Instead of being hopeful towards yourself, there's this energy like you tell yourself, well, there's no hope for me, so why should I even bother? Why should I try? No, that's not Aww. the right attitude, okay? That is not the right attitude. Um, Instead, you know, you rather than feeling like, well, since there's no hope, I'm not going to do anything about it. there's There's that reckless energy, right? So mm-hmm. being reckless and... The fact that there's this transition here of being reckless, but also being tired of being reckless. So the cards here want to say that whatever it is that you want to start, whether it is a new project or a new offer or, for example, a new proposition, a plan, anything, anything new, anything that could, you know, give you a new start. Go for Mm -hmm. it. There's hope in that. There is hope in your ideas. Okay, you are also, especially with this magician card, you are being told that you do have all the resources and the skills and the mindsets to actually achieve whatever it is you want. There is hope everywhere as long as you believe it to be. So, yeah, that is the message wow. for purple.
0: That is like my first tarot reading ever in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so interesting. The color that I chose was blue.
1: Oh, and, and did that resonate for you?
0: When, you? when when you said it, I got goosebumps. <laughs> like literally. I was like, "Whoa, wait, that 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 is exactly what I'm feeling oh, right no. <laughs> now." Because these days since I knew I've been running so long, I'm slowing down, I'm getting tired. Like a burnout. And yes, I, I I'm technically burned out. Mm-hmm. And like I wanted to I have all these plans like, "Okay, in this break I will do that." Next year I should achieve this. I have a lot of things planned, right like even like short term goals long term goals i'm I'm really trying to find the time to work on them all, yeah, but because since med school is already one big workload as it is, it's so hard to juggle both what I wanted to do before the world told me that I should be a doctor right. so like it's really hard juggling that you just want to like let things down for a minute and just like lie down forget about everything right. that's why when you said you're waiting for things to happen i'm like wait <laughs> <laughs> i goosebumps oh my gosh Like literally i'm waiting for the time for me to be free from med school but i know it's not going to happen because i have my schedule mm-hmm. it, I, I went straight to med school after yeah. first year i'm going to second year third year and so there's no time for me to be, be off of that Mm -hmm. And I love... Oh, okay. In short, I
1: love what you said. I'm like, okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that resonated for you. That was like, even Mm -hmm. for me as a tarot reader, I've been doing this for a lot. And to this day, it still makes me feel good to hear that the message does resonate for the person you know, that I'm reading. And so it's pretty funny that that you... I don't know. I always get a kick out of that. I'm like, oh, good. It resonated. Because every time they say, (laughs) well, that wasn't accurate. So I'm like, well, then... (laughs)
0: Bye. But I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really glad that resonated for you. Um,
0: yes. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure, like for our listeners, a lot they it resonated also with theirs. And that's it. That is the end of our episode for today. Wow, that was actually really long. I didn't expect it to be long because uh, pre-game episodes are supposed to be like like what it is pre-game before right. the or like official episodes of our spill the soju podcast oh i see but this was just like this was so interesting that we just really had to talk honestly (laughs) i think i could talk to you for like hours oh i
1: enjoy (laughs) that i can definitely talk more about this for sure
0: (laughs) yes like i love deep conversations i i I get a real kick out of that same i love connecting with people and did you have fun? Like, how was your first podcast experience with me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, At first, like I said, I was really taken aback when I got the invite from you. Again, I do want to thank uh-huh. you. I had no, I don't know what to expect. I even wanted to pull cards for this. I was so nervous. <laughs> I was like, wow. should I pull cards and see if it's going to go bad or not? And my my <laughs> my spirit guide was like, Relax, everything's gonna be fine. You'll be, you'll enjoy it. I said, I don't know about this. Maybe I'm just being chicken or whatever. But I had the, I had a blast. I want to thank you for, Aww. for doing this. Um, you know, definitely, you know, inviting me and you know, actually experiencing this for the first time. I had a blast. I really did have fun. For the first time, didn't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. So thank you again.
0: i <laughs> Since this is like my first hosting episode, I'm always like unsure of myself. Like how will I lead the guest well? Right. Because I, of course, my priority would always be making sure that the guest is doing good, having fun, and enjoying this experience with us, Phil oh. the Soju. And I I'm mean, glad you did well. That. You're,
1: you, you, uh, for someone like you know, doing the podcast, like hosting it by yourself for the first time, I'm impressed. You know, you took care of me really well. I was having issues getting into this podcast, like I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but you led me the right way. You guided me the right way, and you're super sweet and you're mm-hmm. super nice. And I always got like, Aww. like I said, I'm very picky and choosy with who I respond to, but I already <laughs> always already felt like a good energy from you. So. Aww. You're great. No, you're great. Keep doing what oh, you're doing. I you. love this. So thank yes, you. I'm in mean, at the Jen's circle, yes. <laughs> you are. You definitely are now in my circle.
0: <laughs> so any last words for our listeners?
1: Um, I wanna thank everyone for for listening for sure. Um again, I had no expectations of how this was going to turn out, but if you have been listening into this thank you guys so much definitely support this podcast for sure i hope this podcast definitely grows a lot more (laughs) i will be sending a lot of more manifestation and growth for this channel for sure i hope this channel you know grows to be even bigger this is a great concept for sure so i'm very honored to be even a part of this um in terms of my own end of this of this industry i want to you know say like if you guys are definitely interested into k-pop and tarot with me mm-hmm. you guys can definitely follow me on my social media yes, platforms please. um i have a twitter this is how ash found me uh my mm-hmm. at or my handle is at f-r-m-j-n-l-n-n which is basically from Janelin, which is my name without the vowels um, it's also <laughs> the same handle on my youtube um, now that I understand that it is a hassle to pronounce, now that I'm thinking like, man, maybe I need to do a name brand change, but uh, I will think about that. Um, I, Like I said, I do have that, but I also do have a separate channel that mm-hmm. does not ha- uh, you know, incorporate K-pop at all. I have another YouTube channel called Blue Moon Insight. Um, so if you guys are interested in that as well, I do tarot readings for the viewers, not for the idols. So if you yes. want to know... Your Own Future, I do collective readings there. And just as similar as I did the, you know, the mini collective reading where you chose a color, I do that mm-hmm. very similarly on Blue Moon Insight. So you guys can definitely check those out as well. Both channels have a Twitter alternative. So at Blue Moon Insight or at From Janelin. So yeah, I want to thank yeah. you guys so much. And thank you so much, yeah. Ash, for this <laughs> Spill the thank Soup June podcast. Thank you. Thank you, you at the
0: Jan, so much. So and. <laughs> With that, thank you for listening, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media platforms. You can find all the information and links in our episode description box below. And with that, see you next time. Bye. Dubai. Tuba. <laughs> Tuba. <laughs> Tuba. <laughs>